Hello, hashtag first TV family, and welcome. It's week 235. I'm Aaron Mack, and it is the day before an election, a nationwide election in the United States, and it is me tonight, as well as my neighbor across the street's dog. It's me and my neighbors across the street's dog. All right. And of course, Kevin always sends us well wishes. And my, ah, it's not yet the song. It is time for the random question generator. And the random question is, what what is the most thoughtful gift? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have a story about this as well. What is the most thoughtful gift you have ever given? And so remember when uh, cell phones first came out to my fellow older millennials and older? And just people remember when cell phones first came out, like everybody was advertising them as being sold for one cent. And my mom was, my mom was never a fan of the whole cell phone craze. She was like, I go to work and I work my tail off. I do not need the company to be able to contact me any and everywhere I may be. So she was she was not a fan of, of the cell phone thing. But I thought it would be cute. And I remember with my grandmother, we went to a store and um, I ultimately I got my mom a different gift, right? But we went to the store and I was like, oh, cell phones for one cent? I can get my mom a cell phone? That would be so cool. So cool. And uh, then I find out, oh, it's one cent, but you have to agree, because that was back in the day. Now they work the contracts in such a way that you buy the phone, but you pay for the entire ridiculous cost of the phone and back in the day it was well you buy the phone but you have to have a contract nowadays they say no instead of having a contract you just buy the phone but you'll be stuck with us for the length of the contract anyway as far as the gift i remember i i didn't get that as the gift and Later on, I, I went home and I just, I, I think I just mentioned it in passing to my mom, like, you know, I, I wanted to get you a cell phone for this occasion, but it turns out, and actually this is before she expressed her deep disdain for the whole cell phone thing, but 
she, I, I was like, yeah, you know, I wanted to get a, a cell phone for you. And my mom was like, really? Oh, okay. Well, and I was like, yeah, you know, like this store was selling it for just a cent, one penny. And my mom was like, oh, okay. All right. So you were going to uh, get me a gift that was one penny? <laughs> so it, it, it wasn't the most thoughtful gift, but that was a gift that I thought of getting. And I guess thought enough to realize that, oh, this is kind of one of those, th this is going to develop into the new AIDS scam that we all use, you know. I was just going to explain that I'm, yes, yes, I finance my phone. I know people, but it's like, it's the same as having a contract, you know, and I, I don't, It ends up being the same amount that you would pay for the phone if you paid in cash. It's not like financing a car, you know? So it, it, it's a little different. And I, whatever. I, I am also in that uh, game with financing a phone. I don't. I, wait, wait, my famous thing. And Swallow the Key. So my new song this week is none other than, oof, I'm so happy about this, 2023's new release remix of Lil Mo's song Forever, although they actually spell it out forever. Lil, on Lil Mo's Meet the Girl Next Door album, her second album, it was entitled For, the number four, Eva, E-V-A. But this is entitled F-O-R-E-V-E-R, Forever. Light Feet Remix. And it is two minutes of happy reminiscing for me because it takes me back to, I still remember when the original version of that song came out when I was in college. And I used to love, I know y'all, I'm sorry. I reminisce so much, so much. And um, I used to love going on super long walks and, and I'll get back there again. One day I'm gonna, not just one day, but one day I will get back to that point and just continue on for, for the duration of life. Yes, okay? I used to love going on super long walks and I, I just remember falling in love with that song on a super long walk because I'd go on super long walks with my music in my ear. No. I remember I first fell in love with that song through the radio because I was on that super long walk and it seemed like every single radio station because th that was in DC. I went to Howard, y'all, and 
every single storefront because when, when you go closer to downtown DC, it, at least that's what it was. I'm not sure what it is today, but the different storefronts would all like play music and everything. And it seemed like everybody was playing Lil Mo's song forever. And I was like, oh my gosh, this song is getting so much play, but I love it. And I think that subsequently led me to get her second album, Meet the Girl Next Door. And I fell deeply in love with that. And you all already know my story on Lil Mo. So I, I don't need to go back. I have a mil I have a billion stories. But I think it is beautiful how yeah, my fellow millennials and Gen Xers who remember loving this song are getting to have flashback memories of the song in a new modern interpretation. It, it's a much, it's amazing how changing the tempo of a song can really change the sound of the song to an extent, because it, it's like he took some of the best parts of Lil Bo's Forever and sped it up the tempo significantly. And you see, if you look it up on YouTube, a lot of people are doing the, uh, I guess it's the light feet challenge in that they, they have some sort of dance or people people love to dance. Yes, they there's some sort of dance for it and people do it and stuff and it, it's things. So, hashtag Verse TV family. So the titles are hashtag Wendy help at Prince X Amy's, hashtag Hey Short TV 235 at Evan Cronin, hashtag Queer Confirmation at Brain of Reddit underscore and hashtag purposeful timeline at Amos Johnson Jr. And then, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep on reading these things, but um, Cerebral TV is Cerebral TV 235 at Mike Machero at Heidi underscore Ann underscore DeVito at Emergency Resilience. And the live mic tea is coming from none other than the legendary Mariah Carey at the legendary Mariah Carey. All right, y'all, are you all ready to get the show on the road? I'm talking to you all. Let's do it. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you so very much. Two, three, five. Hashtag Wendy Help at Princex Amy's. Hashtag Verse TV 235A.
good gaydar. Oh, yes. Don't test me, Norman. Okay. There's this really cute guy at the gym. And basically, Wendy, I'm just trying to find out whether or not um, he plays for my team. And how do, I, how do I find that out without offending him? Ask him, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Okay. <laughs> uh, I know my people. How you doing? Clearly, sir. Look at the brooch. <laughs> how you doing, Wendy? Of course. Hello, Wendy. I'm Cameron. How you doing? Of course. <laughs> how you doing, Wendy? Of course. <laughs> Clearly. How you doing? How you doing, Wendy? Clearly. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> so, you're coming out of the closet on a popular daytime talk show? Hi, Wendy. I'm Xavier. How are you doing? Uh, yes, you are. Hi, Wendy. How are you doing? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> See, sometimes women need a course in Gator. They need to teach that in middle school. How you doing? Gone like the wind. <laughs> I have good Gator. All right. So, ooh. I will do the uh, timer. Okay. So, Wendy Williams' daytime talk show was like a bit of a movement in the gay community, I guess. And I'm also thinking about... Uh, a same gender loving guest who did hashtag verse TV at this point a couple of years ago, I think, or at least a year ago, how he was talking about how he went to the Wendy Williams show right before he, um, not right before he came to hashtag verse TV, but he was doing the Wendy Williams show or, or going to visit the Wendy Williams show before or after uh, coming on with us. Either way, like the Wendy Williams show was like a movement for us gays. And I'm not going to lie, like hearing her say, welcome out. Like that, that was very, I actually kind of completely love that, you know? I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like she, she act, actually sounded like she was genuinely happy for him. Now I will say this, I'm not, I feel that I've heard Wendy Williams say at some point back when being in the closet was a much more uh, common popular choice for some, I, I seem to remember her saying that, no, she does not have any problem with gay people. She does not like people who are in the closet. Now, we, we can feel different ways about that because different things, right? But I, I think that was her thing. She just didn't like people who were in the closet. So that's part of the reason that she was so 
excited and gregarious, not well, so excited with welcoming that other dude out and giving people the how you doing thing, you know? Like she liked people being open and honest. And I, I think that's a good thing. I don't think that people should be forced out of the closet. I do think it's good that our society is getting to a point that many more people can be openly out. And I will say also, my mom used to really like Wendy Williams because we lived in New York and my mom particularly loved New York. Um, she, she would love to claim and cite New York as the source of her everything began in New York. And it's like, I get that. Technically though, she um, spent an earlier part of her childhood in an earlier part of her youth, well, childhood in uh, Georgia. And then she moved to New York a, a little bit later in her early 20s. And she fell so deeply in love with New York and everything in New York. And she, she got the accent and all of that. And I, I used to do it well because like, like that was just how my mom spoke. But it, it's been a while. Anyway, oh my gosh, don't get me to sound ridiculous. But yeah. She enjoyed Wendy Williams way back in the day when Wendy Williams was on WBLS out of New York City, which was cool. And I remember I used to have a guilty pleasure in listening to Wendy Williams because Wendy Williams would out some of my favorite celebs. And again, I don't think it's good for people to be dragged out of the closet, right? Even in, to, even in this day and age, I don't think that's a great thing. But as a kid, that was part of my excitement of listening to the Wendy Williams show, to hear who's, who, who's gay now. And honestly, as somebody who would sing and had sincere aspirations of becoming a singer and such, and e even was a part of a singing group of which all of us were same gender loving people. But we were like, and it's so interesting, like we were right, right on the cusp of that. But we had all concluded that we were just gonna all go back in the closet once we uh, be become famous. And we were like, yeah, you know, we'll make sure that Wendy Williams can't out us. You know, we we'll get rid of um, our Adam for Adam. We'll get rid of our men for now. Remember that? Anyway, oh my gosh. But yeah, we'll get rid of those things so Wendy Williams won't be able to out us. Anyway, all right.
my one my wrap up my my wrap bit i don't know but <sighs> two things can be true maybe maybe it's my nostalgia with my mom that has me like feel like oh wendy williams was a movement thank you and at the same t time of me acknowledging that Wendy Williams was a movement and did some good for the gay community, I will acknowledge that she has said some um, very not good things. Now, she has apologized for such things and it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let that ruin her legacy, if you will. So yes, she has done some good, some very good and some bad, you know? And I'd like to feel the good outweighs the bad, but that's just me. Anyway, the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question. Do you think that Wendy Williams has benefited our gay community at all? And again, my answer is yes, because of everything I just said. All right, um, hashtag Verse TV family, I'm gonna ask you all, you can leave this in the comments. Are you ready for the next topic? Yes? All right, let's go. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you so very much. Hashtag Hey Short TV 235 at Evan Cronin underscore. Hashtag Verse TV 235B. The real reason that you're single is not because you're ugly or not attractive. It's actually because you're too attractive and you're out of everyone else's league. They're afraid you'll reject them. Real. All right, for real. So my quick short T response, sometimes yes, sometimes no. And personality may play a role in some connections having trouble. Let's just be honest. And yes, it is, although it is a studied fact that sometimes the most conventionally attractive people can stay single for quite a while because of the fact that people are hardwired to avoid rejection and people are hardwired to go for people, other people they feel they can obtain or feel that they, they can be with. And sometimes like the super duper attractive people, nobody's going for them because nobody thinks they can go for them. And it's not until the considered to be lesser attractive person goes for them that 
they're like, oh, somebody's going for me and treating me like a really nice human being. Yes, you know? So that's real. And, but again, sometimes the rejection is deeper than just the physical. That's a thing. Anyway, hashtag verse TV family, are you all ready for part C? Yes. All right. Share, subscribe, and please share again. Thank you so very much. Hashtag verse TV. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Two, three, five.